Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Oh, we got Drew Dickmeyer in for Rick Myers. Double D, double D knows, which actually makes sense because I read uh, DailyRoto.com NBA breakdown and analysis, and it does it was done by Mr. Drew Dinkmeyer. Uh, and a lot of talk tonight about uh, the Boston Celtics from a DFS perspective, and I want to get into it from a gambling perspective uh, as well. But just a quick warning once again, as Cam brought up that Nebraska Indiana games at six thirty, not seven. I do like yep. Indiana. In that game on the money line, minus 135. Indiana Hoosiers, minus 135, 10-0 on their home court. Um, Brooklyn Nets, they're the ones hosting the Boston uh, Celtics tonight. And I believe Boston have beaten them 15 straight times. Uh, but Boston coming a little depleted uh, tonight. Let's bring in uh, one of the top DFS players in America, Mr. Drew Dinkmeyer, DailyRoto.com. Drew, always a pleasure. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well, guys. And you know the old uh, Vetus Gerolitis quote when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets losing 15 times in a row. Nobody beats the Brooklyn Nets 16 times in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Vetus Gerolitis. Nice handle there. I like it. Well, Drew Drew is a tennis guy, right? So uh, I like it. Yeah, I'm a a tennis guy. I I forgot who he lost to, like Mats Wielander or something, like 35 times in a row, and then he finally beat him, and he said in a press conference, nobody beats Vitas Gerolitis 36 times in a row. (laughs) 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 You got to be impressed me and Cam even know who is it. Old school, we're old, though. But you know what? Bjorn Borg was my guy when I was young. I, I love Bjorn Borg. That was my dad's guy too. My dad was a big Borg yeah. fan, and uh, I actually at the tennis. So what were you? I you don't I... strike me as a McEnroe type, Drew. You're not like a loud. No, no. You come on, Rev. No, no I yeah. was a big. Uh, Let so me guess, Pete Sampras. Nope, nope. Because I'm a small guy, so I didn't have a big serve. So Becker. I was, uh, Becker. I liked Becker, but my two guys were Stefan Edberg and Patrick Rafter. I was a serving volleyer. Oh, did Venus oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he 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 was on that show. I was watching ID Network. He had like a cruel and unusual death. Like he, I think he died of carbon monoxide poisoning or something. Like so he was in a house, like house sitting. And uh, no, it's crazy. No, I, 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 I'm just, just checking it right now. Cam. It's true. No, no, it's true. Well, you know me. I watch murder shows, Drew. Do, do yeah, you know? Drew, that? I really like, know this about Cam. Yeah, I did he not know like this. every. This... He's seen like every Dateline. Like if you ask, like if you somebody brings up, yeah, you know. Six people went missing in Kansas City around a bus station. Cam would be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, 1984." You know, the the grifter, the grifter abductor. Like, yeah, your 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 knowledge of crime and these these weird stories. Wow, amazing. Yeah, me, it's Cam. true, Gabe. He did. He died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Unbelievable. Yeah, I knew it was Venus Garolitis. What a player that oh, that's guy. That's a lot darker. Was we were awesome. just having fun talking Playboy. about tennis. No, we're still we're, we're still having <laughs> fun. Know, like, <laughs> I just like the Venus Garolitis reference. It's okay. We. 
<laughs> if you, I don't know, are you a movie guy at all, uh, Drew? You watch movies at all? I mean, you know, I have a lot of I'm time, not, but I'm not, I'm not a big movie guy. I'll be honest. I'm, you know, I'm I'm mostly sports all the time. So I don't I don't I don't create too much more time for you know pop culture references so or movies. I or, only or watch music or any of that. I only watch movies like on planes now. When I travel, that's sort yeah. of the thing. I'm like, yeah. all right, I never seen this movie in a theater, looked or whatever. Like, because I'm always like, oh, maybe I'll go see that. I'm like, no, I won't. No, I'm not going to go. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, so I watch it on play. But the only reason I bring it up, uh, Battle of the Sexes is actually a fun movie. And it's a tennis yeah. movie. So I figured maybe yeah, you'd get a kid. I have yeah. seen that. I have seen it's that. It's funny, game. isn't it? It is. It's very good. Like, like, from the gambling perspective, like rigs and stuff, playing with, like, you know, dogs on leashes and stuff. <laughs> I, I was more like the... it for the degenerate gambler. <laughs> I also like I, I I like when there's a when there's a tie-in with the name like when everybody you know when Bernie Madoff was caught everybody was like oh how can you see this coming the guy's name was Madoff and then you got the you got the the controversy around the match and the guy's name is Bobby Riggs so yes, uh, I, yes. I like when the names yeah, yeah. Good, tie good in. Good call. Good call. All right, so let's jump in here tonight. Uh, looking at the prices. It's almost like, I'm not going to say there's no choice, but I was attracted to the Boston Celtic players. Number one, Rozier, uh, his price point, very, very affordable on DraftKings at $3,700, I believe it was. And uh, and then Jalen Brown as well. I thought Jalen Brown's price was just a little cheap. Like even like on a regular night without the injuries to Smart and to, to Kyrie Irving being out. Uh, so what's your take on Jalen Brown and Rozier? Uh, do you put them both in a lineup, or if you have to pick one of them, how do you approach it? Yeah, I think this is one of those nights in DFS where, you know, it's a relatively short slate, which is six games. And you see that, you know, the line did not move much when Kyrie Irving was ruled out. Boston went from a four and a half point favorite to a two and a half point favorite. So their implied total dropped by like, you know, two to three points, but nothing substantial. And I think what we've seen from Boston is, you know, we, we can go back to all of last year when they played most of the season without Kyrie Irving. And we can see that they were a very competent team, both offensively and defensively. And so these guys who are stepping into the roles, Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, they've had success in these roles in the past in relatively big samples. And as you guys mentioned, the price tags just aren't meaningful at all. I mean, Terry Rozier's priced just above the minimum on both sites. Uh, Jalen Brown is priced in the low 4,000s on both sites. Those are very difficult deals to pass up. So I think this is a slate where you ultimately are building through multiple Celtics. And it's a slate that fits it, too, because... James Harden and Anthony Davis are on this slate, and there's such a huge gap in expected production from those two to the next tier of studs, which are priced much more uh, much more reasonably. But the the slate sets up where you can just go stars and scrubs with some of the Boston value, and then either or or both of James Harden and Anthony Davis. All right, so am I crazy then for not taking either one, Anthony Davis or the James Harden? I'm trying to fool myself, so I, and oh, Memphis, Memphis will slow it down. Only because, Drew, I loaded up. I got I got Donovan Mitchell, yep. DeMar DeRozan, and Kemba Walker. I yeah. see upside with so, all three guys there that could give me some production, and they're all, they're all pretty cheap compared to the other two. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the key there is that you, you brought back Walker on, De, on the DeRozan. So you built in a little bit of correlation into that play that allows you the upside to potentially overcome. Now, I think there are definitely paths that James Harden, you know, fails. And by fails, I mean gets like 55 48, points yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah instead of like yeah. 75. Um, it fails. is the second night of back-to-back. Last week I was pitching. <laughs> yeah. Last week I was mad during that triple overtime game. With uh, <laughs> I was on I, – I had Aldridge, so I was loving it, right? Yeah. But I'm a DeMar DeRozan fan too personally, and I had him. 
he really didn't have a good game, but he still ended up like 48 points. I was like, freaking DeMar. Only if DeMar didn't have such a bad night, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you get 50 minutes, it's you should have more than 50 fantasy points is what you're hoping for. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things where Harden's been carrying an unusually heavy workload. Now they're playing without not only Chris Paul and Eric Gordon, but Clint Capella as Capella. well tonight, which is his, his primary rim runner and a primary source of all of his assists. Whoever they fill in that role, you've got limitations, whether it's Nene's inability to, to leap at his age, and so you're not going to get those those dunk kind of alley-oop assists, whether it's Marquise Chris' inability to stay on the floor because of his ineptitude defensively and his, you know, kind of his, I don't know, his, his mental mistakes, or whether it's Isaiah Hartenstein, who's not really a rim runner at all, is more of a spread the floor guy. There's some there's some concern there. The 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 obvious challenge is that Harden is averaging, if you add up his field goal attempts and free throw attempts over the last six games, over 40 per game. That's just a lot of shots at the rim to be able to get fantasy points. And so I think Memphis is a team that could slow down Harden, and that's why I prefer Anthony Davis tonight between the two. I think it's harder to build without the two, without both of them. But if you do do that, you want to build in correlation. So like Kemba Walker, DeMar DeRozan, or Damian Lillard, De'Aaron Fox, or something like that with the high-priced guys where you've got multiple guys in the same game. So if that game stays close and competitive, you might get outsized minutes from those guys in like an overtime type scenario. So that's the that's the 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 key. If you're not playing Harden or Anthony Davis, at least build in correlation into your lineup so that you could potentially overtake those guys by increased excess minutes in like an overtime situation. Otherwise, I would play one of uh, James Harden or Anthony Davis, and my lean would be on Anthony Davis. I think it's a better game environment, um, and I think his upside is just as high as James Harden, and he's not playing on a back-to-back. Our boy David yeah. Bertans, Cam. $3,900 tonight. I know there's not Woo! massive upside, but for like a, pl- a guy to fill in, you know, a roster at $3,900, I like this guy's game, Drew. He can hit an outside shot, too. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the, the name you mentioned at $3,900. Uh, Bertans. Bertans. Oh, yeah. On, da, uh, yeah, da, yeah Cam, Cam was yeah, cheering. I, Cam was cheering. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I love Cam that so play. Excited. Love the play, Marenzi. I mean, Go Bertans. I'm at... I imagine Davis Bertans has been on some of those murder mystery shows that Cam's been watching. He uh, he can oh, kill yeah. he can kill it it's from true. deep. I'll tell you that he can he can stroke <laughs> yeah. it from deep, and he's a guy that um, would also benefit if the game somehow got out of hand. You know they are eight and a half point favorites. He's one of those bench guys. And one of the things, kind of a sneaky injury on the Spurs side tonight. You know we know they've been playing without Rudy Gay for the last week or so, which obviously shifts a lot of the usage more to the guards in general because some of the guys that back up Rudy Gay aren't big usage guys. But they're also without Marco Bellinelli tonight. And that's another bench reserve who they do rely on for scoring. It'll be interesting to see who, how they fill those minutes. It's most likely a guy like Dante Cunningham or Quincy Pondexter who are not high usage guys or Drew Eubanks. Um, and so that those guys in the second unit that take up some of the usage, like Davis Bertans, Patty Mills, I think there's more upside for them tonight than you might not usually think because it's such a small injury in terms of Marco Bellinelli being out. But the way that it impacts that unit should open up more shots for guys like Patty Mills and Dallas Breton. So I do like Breton's at 3,900. What about Forbes? 4,700. Yeah, Forbes, Forbes is another one of those guys. I like him more on FanDuel than I do on DraftKings because on FanDuel you have to play two point guards, and so you're kind of restricted there. The price tag on DraftKings at 4,700 is fair to me. I don't think there's a ton of upside in that price tag, and I think there's a lot of other values on this slate. So I'm not going to have a lot of Forbes. But it's the right kind of, like, he, he's been playing consistent heavy minutes. He's been getting uh, double-digit shots pretty consistently. And, you know, the Hornets are towards the end of this long West Coast road trip where they've had a lot of struggles. And the Spurs have this high implied total around 115. So I do think 
attacking the Spurs makes sense, especially if you're playing Kemba Walker in lineups, who is underpriced in my opinion. Um, and so that's why I think that 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 lineup that Gabe talked about, where if you do fade Harden and Davis together, Kemba plus a, plus a high-priced Spur and maybe a couple other Spurs makes some sense. Uh, Drew Dinkmeyer with us. Uh, Drew, before uh, before we're done here, uh, the National Football League is down to the Final Four right now, and it's interesting. Both totals are identical at uh, at 57 points, except one of the games is going to be played inside of a dome, and the other game is going to be played in very frigid conditions. They're talking uh, 15 degrees, maybe all the way down to 6. Me and Cam were talking earlier about, I guess they alternate the AFC-NFC game, right, early, late. So yeah. it's not, you know, oh, by design that they're doing this or that, but – you know, the cold weather game is going to be played at night. Um, you know, we were talking about it earlier with Drew Brees, and I know he threw for 300 yards yesterday. They fell behind 300-plus yards. They fell behind by 14. But does he have a dead arm right now? Or is it just that Michael you – know, Michael Thomas put up monster numbers yesterday. So it sounds, you know, kind of, sounds kind of strange, and I'm wondering about their offense moving forward. But we saw over the last four or five weeks of the season as well the passing game and sort of slow down a little bit for the Saints. What do you see when you watch them, Drew? Yeah, it's it's difficult to say because it seems like they're just kind of missing on a few big plays a game that are really kind of uh, shortchanging the offense. It, what, the one thing that I will say that gives maybe some credence to the idea that Drew Brees isn't fully healthy is we saw a lot of Taysom Hill yesterday, an unusual amount of Taysom Hill and throwing the ball too. And and it seems like they saw oh, well. opportunities for the playoffs, right? They had that one touchdown to Kamara called back uh, due to penalty and so that's the one thing that you know kind of raises my eye a little bit that like why in a big playoff game would you take your best player off the field for kind of gadget plays and trick plays and i understand Taysom hill's been successful in those roles but that was the one thing that kind of raised my eye um obviously this the saints you know were on such a roll early in the season and it seems like they just kind of lost a little bit of rhythm as the season went on some of that was due to the schedule playing a bunch of games outdoors in a row um, I do think that they will they will be able to move the ball against the Rams. They had so much success in that first matchup against the Rams, um, but it is it it's it's a worthy concern. I just it, Breeze hasn't been on the injury report, so I don't like speculating when a guy hasn't been on the injury report. But it is strange. It, it like the the drop in um, the 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 drop in his effectiveness, and then the the increased usage of Taysom Hill. I don't know if that was matchup dependent, but it was it was an unusual uh, usage pattern yesterday. I wanted to ask you, uh, Drew, about um, about the DraftKings betting uh, championship. Did you yeah. know about this? Yeah, I was. So, so you I know, was, you're, um, you're, I w- you're a fantasy I was somewhat, guy, so somewhat involved. Different. I was like paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. So you're tracking this, going along, and yeah, we'll get into it a little bit later in the show. Again, we talked about it on the morning mm-hmm. show, but wow, when there's that much money at stake, man, you know that's you know that stuff doesn't really happen. Has there ever been a comparable controversy in fantasy before? So I don't know if comparable, but I will say this. Um, one of one of the better DFS players in the world um, at a live final in NBA a few years ago, this was, man, maybe three or four years ago, ended up losing, uh, finishing second place by a uh, point, point and a half. The next day, he, he lost to a, a player ahead of him that had Russell Westbrook, who got a triple-double. The next day, the NBA rescinded Russell Westbrook's triple-double and said that the Oklahoma City scorekeeper had given him a fake rebound that never existed when they reviewed the tape. 
And so it gave him, you know, a rebound was 1.25. The triple double was another, you know, three. So it was a, a four point swing. So it was a, you know, a million dollar difference in the prize pool. It was a million and then uh, 250,000. So it was a $750,000 difference oh, in the score. Oh in the scorekeeper error was corrected the next day after payouts had been made. So there was nothing to be done, right? The, ga the games were done. The, the contest was closed. But, uh, but you know, someone won a million dollars off a, off, a, off a bad scorekeeper. That's yeah, ridiculous. That's a rough one. Yeah, I was wondering oh. if that, that's what? a bad beat right i got to talk to you, Gabe. I don't even know the story. you got to tell me on the other side of this. Yeah. Well, some crazy stuff happened. Wow. That, that's yeah, horrible. Yeah, that, that, that's a bad beat uh, right there. You know, it's funny, Drew, and on a lighter note, you know, I didn't have as much money on it, but it was UFC 100, all right? So it was a big UFC event I'm in Las Vegas, and there's, uh, there's 12 cards on the, on, the, on the event. I went 11 and 1, Drew, all right? I won about you know five to seven thousand dollars or so that night, yeah. a little more I think. I think maybe about ten or whatever. So I was like, man, unbelievable! And a buddy of mine had all the same picks. Like you know, we detailed them. He parlayed them all. Parlayed. Oh no! Similar situation, dude. One of the fights oh. was overturned the next morning because oh, the guy no. tested positive. <laughs> Such crap! <laughs> but Craziness. but final results the way it works. The announcement in the ring is what counts. Yeah, that's yeah. that's tough. Yeah, it's a they cold change world, that. <laughs> Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for the time, Drew. Best wishes, Later, buddy. Uh, that was good. Uh, yeah, good that's stuff. not right, Meyer. Quick break. I'll way. tell you the story on the other side, Cam. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Meeting with uh, President Donald Trump tonight, as uh, customary, or it used to be uh, just normal customary. Now you never know who's going to be there, who's not. But uh, Clemson, Clemson Tigers, Dabble Sweeney and uh, company, Trevor Lawrence, etc., uh, all at the White House uh, this evening for a dinner uh, with the president, and uh, they're not eating escargots. Uh, there's no uh, no oysters, no uh, weird stuff that no one's ever heard of before. They're keeping it simple. As, uh, they've got Wendy's, Burger King, uh, and uh, McDonald's. You know, so if you if you like you like a Big Mac, all right. If you if you're a Whopper guy, all right. Or if you're if you're a Wendy's, you know what I mean. So they got we have Wendy's, Burger King. Surprised there's no pizza there. Now yeah, I saw exactly. this yesterday. Wings. Donald Trump tweeted that he's going to be serving. He's going to be serving fast food and uh, for, for Clemson Tigers. And he said, I, he hears this is what they like, and uh, this is what he's going to get them. And you know this is what he likes, too. So Yeah, exactly. It's funny. Like, say what you will, man, but 
No president's ever put out a bunch of Big Macs and Whoppers on. Oh, I like it. I, you, know, you know me, Gabe. I love it all. Like I like shrimp ring, and uh, I don't mind escargots, as you say. I, I like it all. But if I were to come to that party and that was out there, I got no problem with that. Yeah, I like the array of burgers. Unfortunately, though, a few things missing. I think some, uh, like some chicken would be nice. I think the guys would enjoy, if you're not going to get chicken wings from a place, at least like a couple barrels of Kentucky Fried Chicken, I think, would be uh, strong. I know if me and you had an event, I'd uh, definitely, like, you like pizza and, and chicken like me. Like, the problem is with the burgers, though, they're kind of going to go cold. That's why I think chicken is a necessity. Yeah, like, K- KFC, KFC tastes better hot and cold. He made a mistake there. Like, I'll eat it because I'm a, that, you know, The player's me. already at the table. The player's That's already what at I'm the talking table, about. and then they should have just brought it all in. You know what I mean? Fast foods, too. It, it goes like cold too quick. Put, yeah, I know, but. It's a bad move. Yeah. But I'll eat it. Yeah. yeah. You know? And um, <laughs> I love Sarah your Sanders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about. It. I'm right though, Gabe. Like, if I'm the, if I was Trump's, I like aide, I'd say Donald, Donald. I like what you're doing. I know you're trying, but. This is not a good idea because fast food burgers go cold. You need to do things that are good at double temperatures. KFC pizza, you can eat them cold. I'm burgers, thinking, no, not no, so but much. I was gonna say, I'm thinking they microwave them again or something. Yeah, that's not there's cool. No way they're serving. There's no way Trump's eating cold burgers. Uh, yeah, they'll microwave them again. It's just not the same, though. When you microwave fast food, it's never the same. I don't don't know. Like like I said, it's a problem. I thought the same thing when I saw it. I was like, well, how long are they going to be out there for? It looks like a long time. No, 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 no. no. Come on, dude. It's the White House. I bet you this is just for show. That's the table that they're showing with the food, and they've got the hot stuff coming in for them. I hope so. There's more than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got confidence yeah, in Trump. I'm just saying, though, when you're playing with burgers Listen, and stuff. Say what you will. Trump ain't messing this up. Trump ain't Trump ain't eating cold uh, whoppers. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, if you're doing it that way, yeah, that better per, be for show. Because you know burgers, are, per, they got a short shelf life. Short shelf life, buddy. I'm you getting know. hungry right now myself. Me too. I got, honestly, oh, I'm so hungry, Marenzi. I got to go make a KFC run. I got coupons on the table. I'm looking at them right now. Uh, that's the one thing with my now. neighborhood. There's not a ton of food around here. Yeah, I get it. I know. Michael's I got a vehicle now. I got a vehicle, so I can go for uh, go to do the tour. The Domino's and KFC are right across from each other, too. It's Sometimes I do pizza. Oh, it's freezing here today. I know. I'm dying for KFC, man. I got like a craving for it. Thank you. Got me. You got me Corey thinking. ate KFC yesterday. Ooh, delicious mashed potatoes and gravy too. That's always your go-to. Yeah, we you never we do got fries. a live. Uh, we got a live. No, we got fries and mashed potatoes. Ooh, both! Wow, you went for double potato. Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're, the servings were a little small, I found. But yeah. it was uh, the KFC in Penn Station, and um, you know, like in malls, sometimes like they only have chicken tenders. Like they don't have like the like the bucket of chicken and stuff. Yeah, it's like an express. They don't have everything on the menu. Correct. Yeah, so usually they do because we've gotten buckets of chicken from this place before, but there was something wrong with their uh, their, um, their oven yesterday or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fryer, whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah. So they basically said uh, at the time they only had tenders, but we got so we got a bucket of tenders. <laughs> you like um, the tenders? They were pretty good. Yeah, I like tenders. I prefer, I prefer the chicken. The chicken. 
Me too. I prefer the chicken. The thing is, the tenders are done. Yeah, it's actually interesting because when you watch them make the KFC in the back, yeah, the tenders you could just throw in a regular deep fryer. The chicken's a whole different yeah, thing, yeah. right? Like, so, yeah, if that operation's down, The chicken's down, in an oven you're getting type tender. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. see, like, they, it's sort of like that pizza oven thing. They, yeah, it's it huge. Rolls. I watch. I, I've been in the back they of fry the KFC. It, but they cool. also put it in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but we, me and Cam are easily distracted by this spread. Yeah, I'm willing to believe. I'm telling you, that picture that we see, that's just for show. That's just for show. They're just showing them like they're giving love to the company. You know what I mean? Well, Wendy, yeah, whatever Burger it is, King, whatever it is, that food better not be thrown out. I hope it's like I'll, I'll, I'll give them like cold, like, you know, that cold food. If you're homeless, like give, give food. Like if that, that stuff gets thrown out, that's a lot of food there. I, ho- I hope they like at least bag it up and give it to some. I'll eat cold food. Like, you know what I mean? I guess a homeless and guy in the street wouldn't mind a cold burger. As per Sarah Sanders, who uh, has never told a lie in her life. Um, much of the resident's staff at the White House is furloughed. Um, so the president is personally paying because the uh, government's closed. I was wondering about that. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. The government's closed. How can they have an event there? But Trump, being the class act that he is, didn't want to uh, let the Clemson Tigers down. So uh, he's paying for the event out of his own pocket. <laughs> I believe he is. I'm actually going to die. I'm dropped on this. On the on the spread, I bet you it wasn't really out of his own pocket. Someone else still had to pay. You think so? Kushner probably paid. <laughs> yeah, Kushner. Hey Kushner, hey, you remember that? that yeah. mo- hey Jared, that money you owe me, get yeah. over here. We're buying burgers hey, for Clemson. Oh, okay, Donald. Okay. Yeah, Whatever hey, you Kushner. say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey Kushner, you, Pence, you better hey, go Pence. to Burger King. <laughs> go get Clemson Pence. For burgers. Hey Pence, pony up. <laughs> You know what? I believe you. That's one thing I think he would actually do. Like, I can't prove it or not. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Do you really think okay, so I love I wish I knew. I know, but I'd love Trump, to know, like, too. Pulled out, like, yeah. a couple of thousand cash? Yeah. I think he pulled David out about a dime. Now. Yeah. Th- now, give me $1,000 worth of food here. $1,500. Yeah, let us go. Yeah, go hit it up. I say go to gave, Burger King. I say he gave credit cards to, like, staff. You know? Probably told him, I know how much yeah. is on this card, too. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know, man. That, that's. Uh... <laughs> I want to know more about this dinner. It looks, yeah. It's like, very... where, where's the desserts? Like, yeah, like you said, they have them waiting in a freezer somewhere. Excellent, excellent call. Like, yeah, where's the that's desserts. The when... Like, you got to have some pies. What about the ice cream? Hey, come on, you're going to. Wendy's is known for their their frosty, frosties, frosties, milkshakes. Yeah. And they're good. Yep. You're proud of me today, Renzi. I went, I went to the grocery store. You know what I picked up? They had a half-price sale. I couldn't believe it. NYC Cheesecake, it's called. Like New York City Cheesecake Company. That doesn't sound like or... salad. <laughs> so it's been four days. Have you had the salad? Yeah, I, actually, I have. <laughs> I have had a salad, but I bought Sorry, Sorry, my table's falling apart. Hopefully the soundboard doesn't fall out. <laughs> literally, Gabe, I just got a new chair, too. Like It's it's like bonded like an office chair. I have a feeling my ass is going to go right through it. But, yeah, I, no, I, I took bought, a tumble last week in the studio. Oh, yeah. I, I weigh too much. Uh, yeah, this cheesecake was three eighty eight. So what's the salad? Down. What about the salad? That's good cheesecake. Oh, yeah, what, yeah, what about no, the, the salad? What, what, the salad was exactly what I told you. Basically, it's a very simple salad. I just chop up tomatoes, cucumbers, and I put salt, uh, salt and pepper on it and uh, feta cheese. So it's basically a poor man's Greek salad. Yeah. It, yeah. It's vegetables. It's all vegetables. It's not lettuce. Yeah. I admit, it's not lettuce, but it's a start. I'm not going to tell you. I, I also 
I didn't tell you what I did for breakfast on the weekend. I got one of those uh, trays of those Cavendish uh, hash browns. I didn't want to do them in the oven. I deep fried them. Like I got oil in there. I did it proper. Man, they're delicious. So I made my own breakfast wraps. I got those tortillas. I put some bacon with the with the hash brown in it and rolled it up. Whoa, wow. What a winner. Yeah. You know, I love to eat too much. Buddy. Would it be wrong for me to eat chicken and wings for dinner tonight? What's wrong with that? I'm, I'm, I might go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. I had my salad for four days. Can't I go back to what I want to eat? It's so cold out. <laughs> I don't want to deal with anything. I, I'm with you, man. Now, now, you're right about that spread, though. Like, eat, like everything on that, it's better just be like a photo thing. Like, because Hainzer says it's not uh, cool. Trump gives them cold fries. Disgraceful. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> He's not giving them cold fries. No, he can't give them cold. Like people, I'm would, telling you, like, I, I have Dabo confidence Sweeney, that that's just Dabo for Sweeney show. Would go. Dude, the it's the White House. They're doing? not serving them cold whoppers. Here's some cold Burger King. Congratulations. Here's some cold ninety nine cent tenders. They better not cheap out to get the cheap tenders and stuff either. Right? That's like, another thing. Strips. Here, Trump, Trump better call them. Not, not yes. the chicken. Like he the, uh, doesn't not know though. He's probably meat. going to. They're, the they're tenders, stupid. They're like, from the premium. <laughs> they're not like fast food mavens like me and you. Like you know, he got the ten. No, the, you and I can ninety nine. I got your thing. back, Don. I tell him, don't give you and me like ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah, we would have ripped it up. We'll be back. We got your back. I come back with like you know five hundred apple pies. Be like a thousand. Uh, oh, no, that's the well, that's got? the food. You got like a hundred kids new, on the team. We got a new pitcher here. Like this looks like so the kids are in line with ties. That food doesn't look warm, Gabe. Like the, they have a shot of the Clemson guys in suits with the same spread on the table. Did you see this one? Hold uh, on, I'm who said right it? Yeah, so, new it's from Pete. 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 So at Sportrick Camp, here are the boys lining up for cold fast food. Pete just sent it 30 seconds, 40 seconds ago to me and you. So you'll see it. It's Dabo Sweeney. It looks like they're just laughing. Yeah, it's that food. There's not, that's cold food. They're right. Not even that much of it. I got to be honest with you. I told you the decision to put like hamburgers. Ah, There's a bunch of salads on that table. No one wants salads. Where's the ice cream? Where's the pies? Uh, let's Where's the in, uh, Richard, Kentucky Fried Chicken? Richard, yeah, Richard knows. Richard Garner joins us in the middle <laughs> hey, of a hey, very Richard. deep conversation. Yeah, yeah, Richard, Richard Garner. Spread. <laughs> How you doing, Richard? Well, Rich. Uh, well, I'm doing, I'm doing great, Gabe. But it was, uh, it was almost like I was just in a time machine there. All of a sudden, I'm hearing Cam and Gabe talk about uh, food, and uh, I was, I, I think we we're probably on the verge of a you don't make friends with salad comment, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, know us, Richard. You Correct. We should have got you on like a t- uh, two Fridays ago. Cam was actually here in New York, and it really was like the old days. We were in a TV studio, and uh, you know, we were taking calls, and we were having drinks too. <laughs> so, good lord, it was only on, it was only on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, we were, we were having drinks the night of the 18th, uh, the 17th Sports Rage anniversary uh, was just uh, last week. So we had our annual bash this time in Hoboken. Uh, New Jersey, Clam Chowder came, retired at the event. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. yeah, pretty, pretty deep. Yeah, it was, it was quite the event, but we thought of you, and it was like, oh, man, we should get Gunner on, but we know you're busy. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to believe that here we are all these years later, the people are still paying us to talk about food and give them sports bets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Hoboken, too. Like, I mean, that's like, I think the, the first time I ever heard the, the, the name Hoboken was Bugs Bunny. Back in the day, and I mean, like you said, sports rate starts in Montreal. It 
at some point ends up in Toronto. You probably had, I don't know how many road rages in Vegas and Vancouver, across Canada, across the U.S., and 17 years later, it's Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah, the birthplace of Frank yeah, he's living in uh, he's living in Jersey, Garner. It's nice. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing well. He's doing it all. Morning show and afternoon. Guy works his ass off. Yeah, man, it's a lot of radio. Nothing's changed. Now, uh, there. The hardest working man in show business. You got it, brother. Yeah, you, think, you got it. If, if you think about it, though, Richard, think of like so when we were doing those shows years ago. I've done a show every day since then. That's insane. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> like think think put that in context. Like. People are like, oh, I remember in the old days it's that. It's like, yeah, I've been doing it every day since those old days. Like, <laughs> it is when you put it in that context, it really is nuts. Uh, but you've always got uh, a ton of things on the go. But you just joined us right now, and we'll find out what you're up to in, in, in a couple minutes. But you just caught us in the middle, so we were talking about this. I don't know if you heard about this. So basically, uh, the Clemson Tigers are at the White House right now. All right, so yeah. You know, Dabo Sweeney wasn't, like, protesting, right, obviously. So no, yeah, he wasn't going to, so. like, yeah. No, Dabo said, yes, sir, we'll be there. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, Clemson are there. So Trump, and you and I have talked about this, and it's the best. Trump doesn't trust the cooks at the White House. He thinks he's going to get poisoned. And yeah. number two, he thinks the White House is dirty. Number three, Trump doesn't like that food. So basically, like, he's the White House cooks his mother's meatloaf recipe. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't eat, you know, what, you know, past presidents or what sort of rich people do and stuff, which I respect that about him, at least. He sticks to what he likes. <laughs> so he eats McDonald's, and when he likes fast food. So it's like Trump, basically, he he's serving fast food, Richard, for dinner tonight. So, like, the White House is releasing pictures. It's just it's a spread of Burger King, McDonald's, and Wendy's. Yeah, yeah but it's cold, like, to be, Richard. You can't have it appears cold to be burgers. Well, yeah. as you know, uh, Cam, uh, I, and look, Cam, Cam's certainly not going to be doing uh, any, uh, any PSAs for the uh, National Nutrition Association either. But, <laughs> Cam, you know, like, you're a ribs, you're a burger guy, you're, you know, you're staples. But, you know, Gabe Morenci is about as close to Trump in terms of that, uh, like, his five food, five food groups were, like, KFC, Taco Bell. Uh, I've so gotten I, healthier. I, I'm, oh, you it's have. actually I've crazy. Yeah, no, Garner, I'm gonna t- yeah, he eats smoothies and stuff now. Tell him, uh, Gabe. It's actually crazy. Like, I think he eats better than I do now. Yeah, I do protein shakes, fruit smoothies, and uh, I've slipped a little bit. So I usually have, like, one bad meal a day, but I've sort of made a conscious effort. I do eat a little bit better, just a little bit. We'll say I stopped drinking like uh, soda. No soda. Yeah. So I, 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 I cut it literally like cold turkey for like a year. I drink ginger ale a bit, but uh, like I used to crush like a two liter of Pepsi with dinner. I don't do that anymore. You know what I mean, like now I, I drink water now too. I never drank water before, so no, that's well, not Johnny Health. You couldn't have kept up with that pace. I mean, that's the one thing. I mean, we all get old. No, right? my, my arteries had hardened. Like, I had a severe problem. Like, the, no, no, he, no, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, no, he went to the doctor and stuff. Like, things were getting crazy. It's like, you can't do that anymore. I had, I had, well, I had, big, chest, I had big chest pains, and basically I was told I was dehydrated, like, massively by lack of water and too much sugar. And basically, like, I got that Mr. Burns moment. Like, all right, well, well, what the I, hell are you doing? I, 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 I was at, uh, we actually went to uh, uh, a roast. So is this a break coming up, Gabe? 
Yeah, yeah. Take we'll be, we'll, we'll yeah. be right back. Quick break with Richard Garner here. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. We got to spit out our lineups here too, so we'll get to that as well. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Live action, fellas. Game time decision. Red Heat Rage Radio. We got to get. Uh, we got to get to our lineups. We'll spend another ten minutes or so with uh, with Richard Garner. Let me remind people. It's amazing. Like you said, nothing ever really changes. We just get older and more unhealthy. But Brandon in St. Louis, out yep. there on Twitter right now. Our boy Haynes are tuning in. Yep. Um. So, uh, yeah, we're debating if uh, how did Trump pay for this? So Sarah Sanders just released a statement stating that since the government is uh, furloughed, that uh, Donald Trump actually paid for this out of his own pocket here tonight. And I said, so do you think he like really like handed over like 5000 cash, gave a credit card or sent one of the minions and said, yeah, yeah, we're going to give you the money back. And, you know, the kids never getting the money back. Yeah, how do you I'm going to go with this. <laughs> Option Some kids are happy. Like, I'm going to get the food for President Trump. Yeah, you're never getting that 10k back. <laughs> I guarantee you. Like, a, he's there's a lot of these super rich guys, uh, and I I've been around a few of them in terms of like working for them or whatever. And as much as you'd, you know, of course they're usually worth, you know, like in his case, he says he's worth a billion or a couple billion or whatever it is. But they're they're generally the guys that don't pay for anything. Uh, you'd think they'd be flashing the cast. That's not how they got rich, especially the old school. Well, they don't guys. even have money. No, and, and I mean, yeah, well, they like, literally don't have, have cash? cash on. No, you would never have no. cash. But do you think he has a wallet on him with credit cards with Donald J. Trump on it? Like yeah. a Capital One card? Yeah. Like, of course he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, from What's before. in your wallet? From the... <laughs> yeah. Old cards. cards. He's got cards What's from before. He? He's got a few cards. Yeah, he had credit cards. But I don't, I don't anticipate the president of the United States getting up like you and I and going through their pockets and putting their keys and their cards and their cash and their well, papers. Well, no, that's why it's always that question when they ask them, <laughs> exactly. Mr. President, how much does a liter of milk cost? Yeah. Remember George, George Bush, the senior, he was like uh, $6. Like he was like, <laughs> like, this is like 30 years ago, right? He had no, <laughs> he had no. He had no, 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 no clue uh, whatsoever. Um, all right, so uh, Richard Garner uh, with us. So uh, we're down to uh, we're down to the final four in the National Football League uh, right now. And I tweeted this out earlier, and it is true. Uh, it is true that pretty much I think in like basically like forty two of the fifty two Super Bowls, 
that the team with the higher-ranked defense in the Super Bowl has won the game. Mm-hmm. Yet, we always hear defense wins championships. Maybe, but offense gets you to the championship game. And yeah. you see these defense-only teams, Chicago Bears, Houston Texans, Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, defense and smash mouth. And, yeah, good for you. You score 15 points, you won't win a playoff game. And we see this. And the top four scoring offenses in the National Football League, number one, Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, L.A. Rams. Number three, New Orleans Saints. Number four, the New England Patriots. Top four offenses in the final four. I guess it's a new world we're in now, Richard. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, obviously the the game's been moving in this direction for a while from everything from – the competition committee to how they call penalties. Obviously we all know in the fantasy football era that it was always going to be about offense. And uh, I think I, I don't know this for a fact, Gabe, but I got to believe it's a record that if you, you have the combined totals that are set for the NFC and AFC championship games being 114 right now, two fifty sevens on the board. I, I bet you there were years where the t- the combined totals of the AFC and NFC championship game didn't hit 30, uh, 57. So they're, they're expecting track meets. I, I probably, I, you know, I like every other idiot in the public, I like to play the overs. And when you feel that the league is skewed towards over, you certainly want to, you know, probably, you, you certainly don't want to have the under, let's say, in a Kansas City Patriots game. And I could see 60, 65, 70 points being scored there. But if you, if, if you go back to, this past weekend, that extra week, right, in all three games, with the exception of of, uh, really the uh, Rams-Philly game, all three games, it was the extra week of preparation on defense. Like, look at Kansas City. They're the 30th 30th ranked, uh, uh, you know, uh, defense in the league. It was their defense against the Colts that was shocking. You said it, Garner. Lost. I I mean, their front four looks good. They like they just their front four looks real good. But they have, so I'm interested. I could see the Rams upsetting the Saints for that reason, that because they have talented personnel who had underachieved all year, like Newton, Dominic, and Sue, and Larry Donald, and whatever, not that Donald's underachieved, but that their team defense hasn't been what you expected at the beginning of the year. The Rams, look, look the Eagles almost shut the Saints down. It was really, you know, some, some uh, it was a war of attrition for them, and, and ultimately the Saints defense stepping up uh, after those first few drives against the Eagles. And really, again, I mean, can you believe, uh, you know, the, the ballsy calls? You, you, get, a, you get an onside kick, uh, you know, in the second half of the Super Bowl when the Saints win in 2009. You look back at this game, a fake punt on your 30, down 14, like I mean, this is this is stuff that is just. I mean, Sean Payton, honestly, he's got he's got ice ice running through his veins. But I think at the end of the day, both of these games, it'll be the team that plays better defense. That sounds like a kind of a stupid thing to say, but when you have uh, the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick, and who wants to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl again that doesn't live in the Boston area? I know I don't. But right now, it's going to be very, very difficult not to take them, even on the road. They haven't been good on the road. But I'll tell you this, 100% with Brandon and St. Louis and all the other people in Missouri and and Kansas City and everywhere else. Uh, Cam, you telling me you don't want to see the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl? I've already bet them, Richard. I've already bet them. Love it. (laughs) Now, are you betting? Is that heart, or do you are you making a case right now that the Kansas City Chiefs offensively in a track meet just will not be beaten? 
No, I think Tom Brady, they're going to get to Tom Brady. I think that the front four, they did enough against Andrew Luck. They're a different team, the Patriots at home and on the road. I think actually they get to him, and I, I like the Chiefs winning this game by between 6 and 10 points. I think they cover the number, not just my heart. I think Kansas City gets it done. Rich, I've already made the bet on the money line. It was 145. It's up to, I think, 150 or 155 right now. Right when it came out, I hit it. I really believe Kansas City goes to the Super Bowl. So that means, and, and uh, obviously, Gabe, you're going to be paying attention to the line movement as well, but you getting in early, and I'd be curious to know what you're, I would have thought it might have gone the other way, but you're, Gabe, do you expect more and more money to come in on KC? I think it's going to come on New England. That's, I think that people would be my want... initial. But look, I don't know. The, then I'll the hit KC again. The first move has come in on, on, the, on the Saints. Up to three and a half in that game, which somewhat surprises me a little bit that people are, are jumping in there. You know, we talked about it, Richard. I've been talking about it all weekend, too. No one outside of Boston wants to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'm sure people even in Boston are getting tired of it at this point. But um, at least what, what there's some sort of savior in this is there's a belief that the, whoever it is would be able to beat them at least. You know what I mean? And it's almost like it'll, you know, at least it's more painful for them losing another Super Bowl. But think if you're the television networks right now, you really can't lose. I mean, if Tom, you know, you got Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. Yeah. There it says that that's, that's the Madison Avenue dream right there. Tom Brady, yeah. uh, Drew Brees. Or you have Mahomes, who is the new face of the NFL. And, you know, very Steph Curry-like, likable guy, explosive offense. They could potentially have Mahomes versus Drew Brees, or you could have a rematch of that Monday nighter in which the most points ever were scored, which would just write itself as well going into a Super Bowl being played indoors. You'd have the highest total ever for a Super Bowl in the 60s. It would just oh, be yeah, over the top, right. right? Or the other matchup is the New England Patriots and the L.A. Rams, which from a television standpoint, it's Boston versus L.A. You get East Coast versus West Coast. And Boston, L.A., you know, old-school rivals, Celtics, Lakers. So, yes, and then Goff and Brady. Right. Yeah, so I think, you know, really, that's probably the least desirable one that they want, actually, out of this. I think they want Drew Brees in there more than Goff and the Rams. Because you got Drew Brees versus Tom Brady or Drew Brees versus the young gun, right? But the Rams, the Rams Chiefs is sexy as hell, man. So, it would be interesting to see how it plays out. For the record, the team with the highest-ranked defense out of the four remaining teams, I hate to say it, the New England Patriots. They really? also play in the crappiest division, too. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, actually a very to, good yeah. point. Yeah, you're playing against the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Jets. That, that aids in a bet your numbers big time. I'll say this as a, as a prop uh, that we could throw out. If, uh, if the Saints do win and take care of business this weekend and do go to the Super Bowl, and either of those wins, if they were to beat Kansas City in the new regime, would be huge. Or if Breeze beats Brady in the Super Bowl and his two Super Bowl wins come against Peyton Manning at his peak with the Colts. Wow. Yeah. Or Brady and Brady with the Patriots. I'll tell you this right now, especially after hitting him getting all the records this year and that, that Monday night moment with his family and people that know Drew Brees, he's very religious. He's a real, like, serious Christian. I'll tell you this right now. If Drew Brees goes through, runs the table, wins the Super Bowl, I think he retires after the game at Disneyland. He might. Yeah. I said Good the same call, thing Rich. earlier in the week, too. 
I, I, well, I, he's yeah. also somebody and gave. And that, you know, uh, you know what he'll do next too. He's going to be the next I, I Republican was, governor of Louisiana that's, that's or something. State senator. Next. He'll win. Yeah. <laughs> There's no question because he's a guy. This is the interesting part, right? He's more like I bet you 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 get Drew Brees on a polygraph. You ask him, do you like Donald Trump? There's no way he likes Donald Trump because the true Christian no, social. He's a real value guy. You're right. They don't. They, they he's they find him abhorrent and they find him uh, absolutely crass and terror. So, but he's the type of guy. If you're smart as a as you know as the Republican Party going forward, and you're you're looking to get people post Trump, there's a lot of people centrist people would vote for Drew Brees. You know that that like him, like his values. Uh, and would believe that there's integrity there where right now it's, you well, know. Well, they tried to talk Peyton to Manning into running in Tennessee, right? Yeah. Because they know he'd, it's an automatic win. Yeah, he'd win for sure. Like, right. like They know it's an the, automatic the, win. The president of, of uh, or is it prime minister? You don't even have to spend much money campaigning if you're Drew Brees. Hi, I'm Drew Brees running for governor Brees. of Louisiana. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You yeah. win. Yeah. There it is. It's a, it's a lock. <laughs> That's a lock. I agree. The, uh, and you know what? He could even cross over to the African-American vote because they'd figure, ah, oh, he's Drew Brees, love the Saints. He's a good guy. He He's not some crazy racist like these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he has, a lot of like, crossover appeal, like you said. Well, if I think the... Uh, I can't remember. I think it's the president of Pakistan, or it might be prime minister. I can't remember. Uh, is and I, his name is Casey right now, but it's like a former cricket guy, right? Like, and he's actually pretty hard, like very Trump-like, actually. But I mean, this idea, especially in this day and age, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen wrestler, you know, Jesse Ventura was the governor of Minnesota. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California. It's not close to a stretch to say that Drew Brees could could run. And, and be the governor of Louisiana in his sleep without, to, to your yeah, point, or, spending time. And I, or I right now, my heart, though, like if if I'm at, if I'm being asked who do I want to see, I mean, all the matchups to your point are good, Gabe. And I mean, there's no doubt. There's no real I'm Cinderella back. underdog in this. You're right. No, no not Goff this year. McVeigh and their so hot girlfriend. It's the money. big four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but, you got it, Brady who is spoiled. And then you've got, you know, you got Breeze, who's already won, and Peyton's already won. I guess, really, the story is, give Andy Reid a damn Super Bowl ring. So that's where I was going. I mean, I and I, not that I'm a big fan of Andy Reid one way or the other, but I, I really, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are probably one of the most underrated franchises. Like, think about it, Cam, in, a, in the Seahawks. Hey guys, we can, uh, we, we're enjoying the conversation, guys, but... We've got, unfortunately, like a bit, two minutes left here, so we're going to wrap it up. So finish up your point here, Richard. Well, I was just going to say, like, AFC West days, they've always been one of those teams that, oh, wow, Arrowhead, one of the greatest places to play. They've never even played in a Super Bowl in our lifetime. So I'd like to see the Kansas City Chiefs in there. I'd like to see Great them win. Point. But I think this weekend, uh, look, I mean, we're, we're spoiled as football fans, so sit back and enjoy it. Richard Garner, great Thanks, stuff. Rich. We can do it again when you got time, Richard, and we'll right. talk about your business ventures. Okay, talk to you later, guys. Thanks, Take care, Richard. Rich. I sent you an hey, email, Cap. Yeah, I know, and, and I looked at the email. Started. I, They're down big. No. Just take the in-game I, plus the points. They'll come back. Yeah, okay, well, that, I was going to tell you, the Indiana Pacer game's off the board, so uh, I might have to do something else I or just leave that game. game. You got Indiana on the email, right? So Indiana, okay, I'll get the in-game. Yeah, so Indiana and, yeah, Hoosiers, Okay. Uh, picks tonight, Buffalo Sabres plus 105, Washington minus 160, Leafs in regulation minus a half puck, NCAA, Pitt Panthers plus five and a half, Pitt on the money line plus 175. What do you got, Marenzi? 
All right. Uh, similar picks. I got Indiana, who had started at 6.30. We got caught up yeah. with Gardner. Great stuff. Show just flew by there. Uh, we got Indiana. They're down, so now you get them points in-game or just bypass the pick. Uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys tonight to beat Baylor on the money line. Uh, Pittsburgh Panthers, like that pick, plus the five points. Pittsburgh Panthers getting points against FSU. Texas, Kansas over uh, the number. Uh, the one Indiana? They're plus ten yeah, and a yeah, half live. I'm just going to take Perfect. it. Done. Okay. Perfect. All right. Kansas and the San- Kansas Jayhawks, San Antonio Spur, money line parlay. NBA basketball, nobody beats the Brooklyn Nets 16 times in a row. Nobody. Nobody. Um, as Drew <laughs> said earlier, uh, the Nets plus, uh, plus two and a half. Sacramento Kings to beat the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. I said it. Kings to beat the Blazers tonight, minus 130. And the L.A. Clippers to beat the, uh, the Pelicans tonight, minus 130. Yeah, I got the email, so that's good. Yeah, you got that live bet in. It's plus 10.5 now. You're getting a better number. They're getting smoked early, but they're not going to run away with this game. It's got to be closer than that. 25 to 9, Nebraska. They won't quit. I didn't see no, this one, though. I kind of told I you actually did see it coming. You just didn't listen to yourself. You said the line's too low. Might be a trap. I know, a trap. I know. So Oklahoma State Cowboys to beat Baylor. Oklahoma State drained threes. Uh, Pittsburgh plus the points. Uh, FSU coming off that come down loss against Duke. Texas and Kansas over the number. And the Kansas Jayhawks and the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Moneyline parlay. NBA basketball. Brooklyn Nets plus two and a half. Sacramento Kings minus 130. L.A. Clippers uh, minus 130. NHL hockey pass uh, tonight uh, for me. <laughs> uh, we went over the DFS. Uh, you, you did a hockey lineup, so spit it out, Cam, fast here. Yep. Kuznetsov, $6,100. John Tavares, and we got a Leaf stack. He's $7,600. No what with him and Mitch Marner? Marner. <laughs> Ovechkin. Sean Curley, 36, or he's cheap. Moops on defense. John Moore. Travis Dermott. Goaltender. Went with the Capitals and Copley tonight. And my utility, Sunquist. He's hot for the Blues, Morency. 200 your change. All right, my NBA lineup, uh, you still have time. All the games start at 7.30. So I got Terry Rozier, a point guard. I got D'Angelo Russell, shooting guard. Jalen Brown, small forward. Uh, Bertans, power forward. Miritich, center. And then my, my money, Donovan Mitchell's been on fire. Donovan Mitchell, DeMar DeRozan, and Kemba yeah. Walker. So I got I went with three pure scores instead of spending the big money on the superstar in Harden or Davis. That's Rozier, Russell, Brown, Bertans, Miratech, Mitchell, DeRozan, Walker. Great show today. May the winners be yours, guys. Be yours.